0: Actually, we have music. Have you heard the trailer in the next I, episode? I did. I did. Yes. What do you think?
1: I liked the music, but it was very long. The intro was long. Can you cut it shorter?
0: <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, I liked the music. And listen, I paid good money for that song. So uh, I did. I actually it's had just, to buy it. But oh,
1: okay. It's it, it, just, you, it wasn't that much money. Well, it's just, it's a long intro,
0: don't you think? Well, for the trailer or for the first episode For the first episode okay um okay okay. i can i'll make it a little bit shorter no big deal
1: okay can i have it at the end
0: though i mean oh of course of course okay all right well anyway so we've started this episode (laughs) (laughs) talking about technical shit all right um Two things are going to be a little bit different today. Um, No guest and no commercial. We're just going to get right into it. How's that sound? All right. Sounds good. Okay. This will just be one of those episodes where people go, you know, uh, there actually was an episode where they didn't have a guest. (laughs) Actually, we haven't had a guest yet. But other
1: people are going to be like, no way.
0: Right. And and then they'll go hunting for this episode. and It'll be like one of those lost classics or something. Yes. And uh, also, uh, no commercial because I didn't get to check this week. So okay um anyway don't so forget the will, intro
1: because uh, you didn't do the intro who we are
0: no i'm not doing that we're gonna skip that too
1: oh okay
0: no i'm kidding all right you're already <laughs> been listening for 10 minutes you're listening to dumb stupid talking with me lucas shay and my sister and co-host devin shay okay what happened i i cued you
1: yeah i just said it devin shay
0: okay It was a little bit of a pause that's okay um all right. Let's just get right into it. Okay. I saw a movie. Was it last week? Week before. If you ever want to see a train wreck. Oh. Watch a movie called Amsterdam. Uh, Do you know this movie? No. So this came out late last year. It's from uh, David O. Russell, who is mm-hmm. a very controversial filmmaker. Mm-hmm. Um, he generally makes pretty decent movies. I think I've I've liked a lot of his movies. I I haven't I don't think I've seen everything he's ever written and directed, but I like Three Kings, I like The Fighter. Mm-hmm. I I really liked American Hustle. I thought that was really good, and I thought Silver Linings Playbook was really good. Mm-hmm. But he's got a reputation of being a, a bit of a douche. Oh. Um, I don't know if you know that. He, no, didn't. Yeah, he I mean, you can find it on YouTube where he's yelling at Lily Tomlin. <laughs> um <laughs> Are you and, kidding?
1: Lily Tomlin? Oh yeah, my God. Yeah,
0: he's like going off on her. Um, who, and apparently they've since made up. But I know when he was making um, American Hustle, I know that Amy Adams had a really rough time on there. Uh, uh, and he also got into a fight with George Clooney on the set of Three Kings. So when I say fight, I mean actually a physical fight.
1: Oh my God.
0: Um, George Clooney apparently didn't like the way. The, Russell was was treating some of the extras or something, and I guess went and like said something to him, and then next thing you know, they they kind of got into a fight. Oh my god! So yeah, he's got a reputation, um, but apparently it's not with everybody because Christian Bale's worked with him on a couple of movies.
1: <laughs> Wait a minute, yeah. I gotta laugh okay. at this. Okay, okay,
0: why? Because it's Christian Bale?
1: Yes, and he's got a okay. temper.
0: He does, but let's be honest, he blew up on one film set, right? Mm -hmm. that Terminator crap, whatever, right? Mm -hmm. Terminator indignation or salvation or whatever the hell it was called. Mm -hmm. Um, If I was in that shitty movie, I would have blown up too. I would have been like, what the hell am I doing here? Mm -hmm. But but, what else is he? No one else has reported having trouble working with him though. Um, I've heard his
1: family has a trouble. I heard his family had trouble. I think I saw it on the internet or something where he was ranting and raving at his sister which better not ever happen yeah. here. But he was ranting and raving on his sister. I yeah. and... think I
0: think we've already had that. But listen, <laughs> I'm sure my family would say a lot of shit about me too. So, no, who would dare? Dylan, really? Okay, they're assholes anyway. Our father said I was the worst one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, and but he also listen, said our other sister. That's coming after our
0: brother who was oh, in and they... out of jail, and they our came sister after everybody. who.
1: You
0: yeah know, had her own troubles and he yeah. said i was the worst one
1: yeah so, that was kind of funny actually
0: okay so whatever you think about christian bale he, he's uh-huh. a great actor i think mm-hmm. uh-huh um bradley cooper's worked with russell on a couple of movies jennifer lawrence i think has worked with him on two movies uh-huh did so they he doesn't they have get an along? issue with everybody
1: yeah okay right? so uh, did they get along jennifer lawrence and
0: I guess. I mean, she yeah. did a second movie with him, so she couldn't have had too terrible time. She so might have needed
1: the money. She might have just needed the money.
0: Look, maybe the guy just has issues with certain people. Maybe certain people... Oh, maybe. Rub him the wrong way? Rub him the wrong way. Or, or maybe he just is a dick, but he controls it better with other people that he knows are going to fight back against him, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever the case, I think he's talented. Like I said, uh-huh. I, I think he's made some great movies. Uh-huh. So this movie came out late last year. Uh, Christian Bale, Mm -hmm. uh, Margot Robbie, Anya Mm -hmm. Taylor-Joy, what's-his-name, Rami Malek. Oh. Uh, Robert De Niro's in it. Wow. Good cast, right? Yeah. And the plot is based on a true story. It's about um, these two soldiers... And a nurse become friends during world war one and then 15 years later they become involved in a plot to overthrow the u.s government okay sounds like uh-huh. a great plot right
1: uh-huh
0: and christian bale plays a wounded world war one soldier he's got like one eye you know he's uh-huh. got like a glass eye and he's got scars and he's kind of walking uh-huh. hunched over and i mean he's He's doing all this Christian Bale crap that he does. Like he's really getting into character, right? He's really,
1: uh
0: huh, you know, playing it up, right? Yeah. You think this is going to be a good movie, right? You would think. Well, it's not.
1: Well, where does it go <laughs> wrong? Where does it? Go I don't wrong?
0: know. It's just uh, it. The writing wasn't very good. It should have uh-huh. been great, but it's like,
1: yeah,
0: the actors were fine in it, uh-huh, but. Yeah, sometimes it's just
1: the directing. Sometimes it's the directing, you know. You gotta you gotta work with what you gotta work with.
0: Guess. Um it should have I don't know. It it felt small for one thing. It felt like mm. one of these movies that you, you you've watched a lot of Wes Anderson movies, right?
1: Yeah, and how could it be small with all of those big name actors? And okay. I, I don't even mean big name like famous, I mean fantastic actors.
0: I don't know, the because era? the actors were fine in it. Yeah. It's just the plot kind of doesn't seem like to really go anywhere. Oh. Doesn't make a lot of sense. Oh. Um, the dialogue. So it kind of reminded me a little bit of a Wes Anderson movie, where Wes Anderson's movies always sort of feel the characters talk in an odd way in his yeah. movies. Yeah. Which works for him, because his stories are odd, right? Yes. It works for him and his sets feel kind of small. It feels almost like you're watching a stage play when you watch his movies. Right. 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 This is the way I feel anyway. Maybe other people would disagree. Yeah. It's the same thing here. It should be like this big movie. I mean, it's a big plot, it's a period piece, but everything feels small and it feels almost like you're watching a low budget movie, which is odd because you've got all these big actors in it. Right. Like there's a scene where they're they're doing a show for uh, world war one vets and mm-hmm. you're thinking like it's going to be like a thousand people there it's like a big auditorium it feels like there's 20 people in the crowd <laughs> 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 so and I, I don't know it just it's odd. it just sounds it's, to
1: me like you know i've seen where you have writers that have written like a shitty movie but the director can make it like fantastic but i've seen it the other way too where a writer can have a fantastic movie that they wrote, but the director just screws it all up and it's
0: like a shitty movie. Okay, so but in this sounds... case, it's the same writer and director, so he screwed up his own movie? Yeah, he I just mean, he didn't have did, the vision, maybe.
1: He just did, maybe didn't didn't have the right vision or wasn't able to get his vision across, it sounds like.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I feel like he just sort of had this idea and yeah, just it just didn't work. I don't know. It's yeah. the movie came out and and played really quickly and everyone was like oh this is because of uh, Russell because this is like the me too movement and the whole you know he's being uh-huh. canceled because of his behavior and and you know people have had enough of his crap no that's uh-huh. not reasonable it it ended quickly because it's a shitty movie honestly anyway Anyway, Um, that's my review. It's not a good movie. Uh, Christian Bale is good. De Niro is good. Margot Robbie's Uh good. The other actors are all great. Um, Uh Just just not a good movie. Not a good story. I'm going to miss it. it. I'm going to skip it. Yeah, yeah, definitely skip it. Okay. so that's my review of Amsterdam. All right, do you want to hear uh, my movie, review not first? The, or not you... the country. Yeah, uh, do I want to hear your review first? Yes, let's hear your okay. review.
1: Okay, so here's my review because I have a good one. Um, okay. Love and Death. It's a new series that came out. Uh, Elizabeth Olsen is in it. Um, okay, I don't, I'm, I'm not like you. I don't remember everybody's names except David Kelly is uh, the producer and he's freaking great in this series, um, producing this series. Um, so it's actually a true story. I should mm-hmm. say it's based on a true story. I don't think they've got every single thing, uh, you know, correct. But I remember when it happened, it was back in like 78, 79. Uh, the news came out with this woman um, was best friends with this other woman. And she went in one day and hacked her up with an ax. And so yeah. right away, you're like, oh, my God, why would she do that? What happened? Then it comes out. Oh, she was having an affair with the dead woman's husband. So I'm watching this this uh, series, and I'm right. in episode four now. And it shows how, like, the progression. Like, she's she's kind of unhappy with her marriage a little bit because her husband's not very attentive, I'll say. And she's trying to, you know get his attention a little bit. And so she decides that she is bored in her marriage and she's going to have an affair. And she kind of picks this guy that she's close to at church and she's actually, you know, close to his wife too, but his wife's got mental health issues. She just had a baby. She's in that postpartum psychosis. She's very uh, neurotic. She's always worried about her husband. When he leaves town, he has to go on these business trips all the time. And she's always afraid that he something's going to happen while he's gone. And she's, you know, she doesn't like him leaving her alone. So she has the one, the wife had a one night stand, like, I don't know, years before this happens. And um, so anyway, Elizabeth Olsen's character goes to the husband one day and says, I just want you to know I'm very attracted to you. And she just kind of, and he says, oh, that's it. So a couple of days later, she goes back and uh, she says to him, "You know, did you think about what I said?" And he's like, "Yeah." And she says, "Would you ever think about having an affair?" So he's like, "No, no, I love my wife. I couldn't mm-hmm. do that to her." You know, unless
0: somebody chopped her up with an axe, and in that case, <laughs> I would. No. definitely have him.
1: So, so he's like, "You know, no, no, he doesn't want to do this." And and she says, "No, I understand." She said, it "Just you know." I just thought it could be sex. It could just be sex. You know, she said, I don't want to hurt my husband. Her husband's name is Pat. And she says, I don't want to hurt Pat. And of course, I wouldn't want to hurt your wife, Betty. You know, this would not be emotional at all. You know, it would just be, you know, like a brief fling kind of thing. And so he's like, no, no, no. And then I guess he gets to thinking about it. And uh, she one day says something to him. And he says, you know what you were asking me that time? Um and she's like, yeah. And he says, he's like, well. I'm into it. <laughs> <laughs> so they lay out this whole plan. I mean, they get together and plan it out, how they're going to have this affair. Like, who's going who's gonna to get the hotel room? Who's going to make lunch for them? You know, because he's going to do it on his lunch hour. And, like, they go through this whole wait, elaborate. Wait, wait, wait.
0: He's having lunch and an affair at the same time? I mean.
1: <laughs> yep. And she's cooking it for him. So, you nice. know, he's really. Making I, like cookies and everything. I like
0: all this planning and stuff. I like it.
1: Yeah. So so they plan it all out and they say, if either one of us gets emotionally attached or starts fe- having feelings for the other, we are just going to stop. We, we don't want to hurt our marriages. We love our spouses. Um, we're just going to stop. So they're like, OK, OK, OK. So what happens is. Um, you know as time goes on like i said i'm only four episodes in but time goes on they have their affair they're doing great they become almost like best friends you know they call each other to tell each other you know little everyday things they're seeing each other at church they're both on the board of trustees for church so they have a pretty good friendship relationship so what happens is his wife says to him She feels like he doesn't love her anymore. He doesn't, he's not sexually attracted to her anymore. And, you know, she's feeling very, um, I don't know, unstable in the marriage, I guess. So she wants to go to this marriage encounter. So they're such good friends with this other couple, the one he's having an affair with, right? That her daughter goes to stay with them while they go away for this weekend marriage encounter thing. and. So Elizabeth Olsen's character starts feeling a little uh, jealous, kind of, you know, she's like, huh, I taught him how to have the best sex, and now he's going off with her, and they're having this romantic weekend, and I'm watching their kids, and, you know, so she's starting to feel a little kind of possessive, I guess. So they come back, and she says to him... um, how did it go? And he says, it went great. You know, it was really good. You should think about going with Pat. <laughs> so it's kind of a slap in the face to her. But um, what ends up happening is he he meets up with her after and he says, um, I think we should stop because I really love Betty. And, you know, I don't want to do anything to jeopardize my marriage. I think we should just not not have an affair anymore.
0: Okay, quick question. Does she still yeah. make lunch every time? Every time. Oh, my it's... God. Why would he give that up? Not
1: only that, but fried chicken and, and homemade cookies and everything, okay?
0: And, and he wants uh, to end that? Yep. All right. Or whatever. So... Okay, all right. yeah. He's, st- <laughs> he's really way, in love with his wife, even though he's been cheating on her. I got it, right. He's
1: been cheating on And not only that, but according to him and her, this is the best sex they've had. But I think it's just because it's kind of like, you know, I don't know, it's like hidden and secret and, you know, scandalous. And so they're just like very, like he didn't even know how to French kiss. And so she's, she's telling her girlfriend, I taught him how to French kiss and, you know, <laughs> all this stuff. Oh, and like, man. He was one of these kind of people who I guess just used to do it with his wife in missionary position and with the lights off kind of thing. And, you know, so now he's having this affair with, her and he's getting a little taste of the wild side so anyway he tells her he's they're breaking it off and she's she's like okay with that and she starts thinking maybe she should go to marriage encounter with her husband um and she does so meanwhile she's broken they well he broke it off they've broken their affair off okay but what had, ends up happening is betty his wife gets pregnant again. And I gather she has some mental health issues and she has the postpartum psychosis crap going on. Mm. And so she's a little nutso. (laughs) So one, one time he's going away for business. And meanwhile, she doesn't like him traveling. She always says to him that she's worried something's going to happen while he's gone. And she was nervous about him anyway, thinking he didn't love her anymore, but he's got to go away on this business trip. So he goes away and, um, Candy, that's Elizabeth Olson's person, um, is gonna babysit the daughter, their daughter for her. And she goes to the house to meet Betty. Now here's, I'll get into this part a little more when I talk about my rant, but she goes and she's like, oh, well, how wait, are
0: does, you doing? Does the wife know? I guess the wife doesn't know that he had the affair with her. The
1: wife does not know she doesn't know anything
0: doing something right
1: she knows something was going on she just she just got a feeling that things were happening she wasn't sure what was going on she didn't suspect an affair she's like you know
0: you're coming home and your breath smells like fried chicken
1: (laughs) (laughs) you're not hungry anymore you know um but um candy this elizabeth olsen's character is like acting buddy, buddy with her. Oh, how are you doing, Betty? Is everything okay? Can I, you know, can I babysit your daughter? You know, she's like best friends with her daughter. So they like to spend the night and, you know, do fun things together. And so she's at church and they're having a puppet show or something. And she says, okay, Betty's daughter wanted to spend the night and um, go to the movies with them. They're going to go see Empire Strikes Back so she goes to betty's house now meanwhile right. the husband's gone she goes to betty's house and she says yeah Alyssa wanted to spend the night i just wanted to check with you if it's okay and betty's like oh come in come in she goes in the house and betty's like showing her the new puppy and they're chatting and having coffee and she says um okay um well alyssa has got swimming lessons after Church. So if you could drop her off, you know, take her to the swimming lesson and I'll get you her bathing suit. So she says, Okay, great. And Betty says, Are you having an affair with my husband? Just like out of the blue. And so she's like, What? No, no. You know, and she says, But you did, didn't you? So Candy says, "Um, Yeah, but it's been over a long time. It's been over a very long time. So Betty's like pissed, which I can understand. And um, I'm, I don't want to tell you the whole story, but
0: I'll oh, just yeah, say you leave some, yeah.
1: she starts acting a little crazy. OK, <laughs> she just starts acting a little crazy. But she starts saying stuff like, I don't want to ever see you again. I don't you know, I don't want to talk to you. I don't want you around. Um, stay away from my husband. And Candy's like, oh, oh, sure. Now, they don't really explain why she would suddenly think that he was having an affair and he was having it with her. But, you know, here, this woman was, like, friends with her or, like, pretended to be a really close friend. I mean, how how close can you be when you're having an affair with the woman's husband? If it had been me having an affair with the husband, I would, like, have nothing to do with the wife. I wouldn't be like, oh, can I babysit for you? You know, we just love Alyssa, right. your daughter. Yeah. And, oh, I'll take her to swimming lessons for you. You know, how yeah. are you feeling, Betty? You know, yeah. I, I heard right. you having problems. It's bullshit. Anyway. <laughs> so she ends up, I'll just say, I'm not going to go into the whole scene, but she ends up murdered and um, with an axe, because that's actually in the news. You can look that up. And um, mm-hmm. they're trying to figure out who did it and why. And first they're thinking maybe it's like some predator, some crazed murderer did it. And uh, um, So they're kind of suspicious now because Candy was the last one to see her. Right. So kind of thinking, hmm. But uh, nobody can believe this little Texas mom would do something so horrendous. And so that's the story. That's Mm -hmm. the basic story. And, you know, where it goes from here, I mean, it's in the news. So, you know, she gets convicted. But um, they've done a little twist on it. They make it seem like Betty attacks her first and they're fighting. But who knows what really happened? The story I heard it was she went over there. She chopped her up with an axe and that was it. And So that's what made the news at the time. Everybody was horrified, like, how this little Texas woman could do such a horrendous thing to her best friend.
0: You would think if you saw, like, your best friend walking up to your house with an axe, you'd be like, "Uh, I'm not going to answer the door.
1: (laughs) No, Betty had the axe. Betty went and got the axe while she was talking to her. And Candy's like, Betty, what are you doing? (laughs) I'm thinking, you know what she's doing? But where was the axe? Like she went down in the cellar. She's she was going to go get the bathing suit for the little girl. She's like, I'll be right back. And she goes and she gets the axe and she comes upstairs. Like,
0: That's not a bathing suit. Hold on a minute. That's an axe.
1: <laughs> and and she's she's like, I don't want to ever see you again. And Candy's like, Okay, sure, yeah. And uh she's like, I'll just, you know, drop Alyssa off. And and Betty's like, No, I don't want to see you. Keep her overnight and you know. I'll come pick her up Mm -hmm. tomorrow or something like that. And she puts the ax down and she's like, I'm going to go get a towel to wrap her bathing suit in her bathing suits on the um, dryer. So candy Goes into the laundry room. Now, she's trapped in the laundry room. I thought, you know, as soon as she came upstairs with the axe, I would have been like, gotta go. I'll see you soon.
0: <laughs> I see you are busy right now, <laughs> uh, yeah. chopping wood or whatever. So I want to come back <laughs> later.
1: <laughs> you know, I mean, really. But no, she's thinking, oh, yeah. So she goes in the laundry room to get the bathing suit. She turns around and she's like, Betty, <laughs> I would have been like, Feet, do your stuff. I don't care if I had to climb out the window. <laughs> but uh, so that's where it is. It's like episode four. You don't really know yet what happened, how it happened, but you just know Betty ends up dead. So well,
0: I think I can kind of figure out how it happened. But um, yeah. yeah, I the daughter never made it to swim lessons, I guess. She did, no, because oh, the next okay. thing
1: you see is. Uh Elizabeth Olsen driving her car home, um, changing her clothes, uh, fixing her head because she's got she's bleeding on her head and part of her toes has been chopped off and <laughs> and uh fixing herself up and going to church and picking the girl up and pretending like nothing happened.
0: Well, that could have been shock. Uh
1: I think it was shock actually.
0: Well anyway, they, uh I don't really I'm I sort of remember this story from the real life news, but not really that well. Um, Well, it's
1: worth watching because David Kelly, um, you know, it's a producer and mm -hmm. I guess they have different directors for each, um, episode, but they're very, very well directed. And Elizabeth Olsen is a fantastic actress in it. She's really believable. And, um, I don't know the names of the other actors, actresses. I do know one, um, I had trouble picking her out at first, but she used to be in that show, um, The Bitch in Apartment 23. Do you remember that show? That was a show? That was a show. It was actually good.
0: I never but, watched
1: um okay, I would well, remember I that it.
0: title. Trust me.
1: <laughs> but, um, yeah, she's in it. She's, she's good, too. Um, but anyway, so you should definitely catch it. Catch the first episode. See what you think. Okay. It's called Love and Death.
0: You know they actually did another mini series about this. Maybe it was a movie with Jessica Biel played uh Candy, I think.
1: Really? Maybe I'll check it out and see if I can compare them, which one did it better, but I think this yeah. one's pretty good. Keeping I don't your know interest. I don't know if
0: the other one was a series or if it was a, just a movie or what, but it's on one of the streaming channels. You can find it, I'm sure. Okay. I think it's actually called Candy. Oh. So, okay. I'll check anyway. it out. I didn't watch that one either, but if I'm going to watch any of them, i probably watch the Elizabeth Olsen one, because that one sounds pretty decent.
1: It is so. decent, yeah. Okay. Okay. So you give it a thumbs up. All right. Definitely. Two thumbs up.
0: <laughs> um, I wonder if anybody gets that reference. <laughs> you know, because that show's been off the air for a long time. Yeah. Cisco and Ebert. Anyway. Yep. Uh, All right, this is the part where we'd have a commercial. We're not going to do a commercial this show Uh because, you know, didn't get paid. Anyway, uh, I do still love those books, though. (laughs) But we'll do one next time. I'm sure it's just a bookkeeping error. Anyway, moving on, um, my rant. Uh Don't know what to title this one. I feel like it should be something with, I don't want to say snitching. Oh. Tattletailing. Tattletales. tattletales. Okay, so yeah. I had an incident happen at work recently. I'm going to try to think of how to say this because I don't want to give too many details because I don't want someone to go, wait a minute. I know wait that a minute. person. What? Were
1: you the snitch or somebody else was the I know
0: it wasn't no, you. No, no, no. I, no, I, I don't I know. snitch. Yeah. So I sent an email to a department in our company.
1: <laughs> uh-huh.
0: And I basically kind of, I was mad about something. Ooh. And I used a bad word in my email. No way. Now, I didn't say it to, I didn't say it to anybody. I didn't direct the the word at anybody. I didn't say, Uh fuck you. Uh But I said at the end, something along the lines of, Jesus fucking Christ, I can't believe I have to write this email.
1: Oh. That
0: was my last sentence.
1: You really said that? Jesus fucking Christ, I can't believe I have to write this email? Yes. Oh.
0: I said that. Oh dear. Now, as I said, I didn't say it against anybody. I didn't. Still. I didn't. So I sent it to this one department.
1: Uh huh.
0: I don't know why I'm being so coy about it. I already told what the sentence was. Uh-huh. But anyway, the chances of them hearing this, you know, I don't think. I don't think they listen to these podcasts. So uh, I got a reprimand about it. Uh huh. Not a, not a formal one. I didn't have to sign anything. It was just a verbal reprimand where my boss basically goes, like, look, uh, anything going on with you? Uh-oh. I said, no. He said, well, this really seemed out of character. Um, you know, you can't really use that kind of language when you're talking to work colleagues.
1: Yeah. They could, they could bring
0: charges saying you're making a hostile work environment. My feeling was if someone had sent me that email, I would never – okay, so I sent it to the department – they reported to their supervisor yeah and their supervisor contacted my supervisor and she was all about like we got to do something about this Uh you can't talk this way Mm -hmm. so she wanted to go farther than what my my boss was like look let me just talk to him Mm um i think this is just you know one time thing it's not it's not an indication of any problems right i've been with the company a while they you know they know you don't usually do this right I bet you
1: you sent this, this to a woman. You sent this email to a woman.
0: No, it was a department that are me all men.
1: No way. And some yeah. guy complained about this? Yep. Well, I'm shocked. The thing I is, I don't you. know
0: who it was because I yeah. sent it to the department. Yeah. So they reported to their you sure the department was all men?
1: You're sure yes. the department was all men? Okay, I am shocked. Go ahead.
0: Yes, it's all men in that department. It's the IT department. I'll I'll tell you that much, and they're all okay. guys. I'm it's really like shocked. Guys. <laughs> so, okay. yeah, they reported it. Now, my feeling is, if I got an email, mm-hmm. I would have written back and said, "Hey, dude, I don't know what you're so mad about. We're just doing our job. Right? It's nothing personal against you. Yeah. You know what's what's the problem? If you if you have yeah. a problem with this, then just come out and say. You know, I would have responded. Yeah. I, I wouldn't have reported it to my supervisor. I wouldn't have taken any farther. And the thing is, I didn't even threaten it. I didn't threaten anybody. I didn't swear to anybody. It was just uh, a swear word used in my email. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's like if I had written and said, you know, what is this shit? Yeah.
1: <laughs> you
0: know, something like that. Yeah. I can't believe they reported it. Yeah. And then my boss is like, you know okay, this is just a verbal reprimand, but if this happens again, it could be grounds yeah. for termination. Oh, my God. Wow. And I'm thinking, for this? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I yeah. could see if I called up the owner of the company, I was like, listen, you fucking asshole. Yeah. I, you know. yeah. But something like this, I, I don't really? get it. And wh- why would they report it? I don't understand why they didn't deal with me directly. And I've seen this happen in other cases where, Something, I don't know, you you mess up, you make a mistake or something, which we all do. Look, Uh my job is very detail oriented and sometimes you just miss a detail.
1: Yeah, that's true. And
0: sometimes someone will write back and go, hey, Lucas, you missed this. Okay. But then sometimes they include my supervisor in the email. Yeah, I've had that happen. Why are you doing that? Yeah. You you know, I could see if it's like an ongoing thing. I could see if. Yeah. Um, if it was a big thing, like a big yeah. mistake that cost the company a lot of money or something. Yeah. But to just do that, I feel—I don't know if it's just an indication of of the way people have become that we're all just sort of reporting on each other, and we got to like let the bosses know, hey, this person screwed up over here. You know? Yeah. Why? They don't get any bonuses out of this. They don't get any kind of promotions out. It's not like they go, oh, listen, Joe's been reporting on his uh, coworkers. We got to give him a promotion because he's always letting us know who's messing up, you know? Yeah. So I don't get it. Um, It it reminds me of a time years ago when I kind of threatened somebody on the phone. (laughs) It was a personal matter. And he called the cops on me. Yeah. Well. What? Well, you threatened him.
1: But in this case.
0: I said if he didn't knock it off, I was going to beat his ass.
1: Okay. Yeah,
0: You know, yeah, I but... grew up in a time When our father used to threaten people On a weekly basis That's true In fact, <laughs> he, he sometimes didn't just threaten Right, and the thing is People didn't call the cops on him
1: I know, but see, I think you're In a different generation now The younger generation is like Oh my god, he used the bad word And, uh, you know, at work And yeah. I don't have to put up with this You know, I think I, I'm surprised that it was guys, but then again, I work with older guys that that would, um, you know, say something. I'm surprised it was guys. But if it was younger guys, I can see how they're like, hey, my, my parents don't talk to me that way. How come he can say something like that? You know, I've just noticed that with the younger generation, which yeah. sounds kind of stupid to me saying that. That they're very, um, uh, you know, they act very entitled sometimes. Like, hey, you you have to treat me with respect because I am a worker here. You know, I I work here and I do my little IT job. And how dare you say anything mean to me? I'm going to tell. I'm going to tell our mm-hmm. parents, you know, I'm going to tell mom that you yelled at me and you used a bad word. Um, that's the, that's the sense that I get from the younger generation is, um, you know.
0: Well, like I said, if, if i had been on the receiving end, i would have written back or I would have called the person and said, okay, uh, I get it. You're mad, but why are you taking yeah. it on me? Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. is it a personal problem you have with me or are you, what is it? I wouldn't have yeah. reported to higher ups. Yes. Yeah, see, but
1: you're. You're of that generation where, you know, if there's an issue, you just confront it. You don't go and hide behind somebody else and be like, he said bad stuff. You know, he said he called me a bad name. You know what I'm
0: saying? I, I was telling a story to the GF. Uh, I remember a time when uh, our father had the transmission shop. Yeah. And he had a guy from another station who had, had sent some work over to us. And for some reason, it got messed up or it, didn't, it uh-huh. didn't get done on time or something. Right. It was one of those deals where the guy needed the the, the car fixed at a certain time, and, yeah. uh, and it wasn't you know, done? listen, Dad had a bunch of uh, yo-yos working for him that you yeah. Know, yeah, quite frankly, I, I don't know. I don't know why he had some of the clowns he had working for him. Yeah, but they would go, "Oh, yeah, sure, I'll get it done, and then it wouldn't be done, you know, right. So the guy pulls up, the owner of the solar station pulls up, gets out, and he's like yelling at our dad. Fuck you, you motherfucker. I can't believe you fucked me over. And, and, and like within 10 minutes, like our dad, it's like calmed him down. And yeah. like the guy oh, had like had his arm happy. around our dad's shoulder and it was like laughing. It's like, ah, yep. yeah. You know, because yep. my dad's like, listen, the guy told me the work is going to be done in time. What am I supposed to do? It's not done. And he, and he just talked him down, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Nowadays, if that happened, the guy would be running to get on the phone and call the cops. This guy's yeah. threatening me, he came to my shop and threatened me. Yeah, our it's true. My dad didn't do that. And I saw yeah. our dad yell at people himself, and they didn't call the cops on him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I know it's true. Just nowadays,
1: it seems like now they'll call the cops about anything, and they'll report you for any stupid little thing, you know? But um, right, kind of same thing. I always tell my kids this, too. You know, you can always escalate, but it's hard to de-escalate. So start off with the, you know— Trying to, trying to settle things peacefully mm-hmm. first before right. you start escalating and, and going to authorities and complaining about, you know. Like, I, I don't know. My daughter all the time is like, you know, that neighbor's dog is barking all the time. She bark, bark. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? The neighbor doesn't complain about our dog when she barks. You know, the neighbor doesn't yeah. complain about us doing anything. I'm not going to start getting in their business. If they're mistreating the dog, that's one thing. But the dog barks. You know, what are they supposed to do? Shut the dog up? The dog barks. People come, you know, workmen come, dog's going to bark.
0: I and saw so. this debate online a couple of years ago where the question was, somebody in your apartment building, like, had a lot of party going on. Yeah. Music was loud. It's late. It, but, would you call the police or would you go down, you know, go to their, their apartment and ask them to keep down the noise or would you just ignore it? And some people were like, I'd call the police. They have oh. no right to and oh other people are like, You don't do that. Don't call right. the police for something like that. Because what if something happens? What if they go there and you know Yeah. And their their argument was, What if it's black people having a party? Your cops are yeah. gonna get there, you don't know how they're gonna react to them. True. They might they might escalate the situation, and next thing yeah. you know, somebody's getting shot or somebody's getting arrested. Yeah one engine you know just mind your own business just ignore it put in your yep. plugs. yeah or just go there yourself right yeah and my feeling was if you have a problem with them having a loud party yep. either go there yourself yeah or just ignore it yeah you know, i i'm doing agree. it every night you know yeah that's different but if it's a one-time yeah. thing people are going to have
1: loud parties sometimes? Sure, once in a while. And you know what about next time when you have a loud party? You know that's right. what I figure. I figure you don't complain about them; they're not going to be complaining about you. I used to live next door. Our houses were connected by a, a firewall, and there was—I um, don't know if they were Hispanic. I don't know where they were from because I didn't talk to my neighbors. I was too busy, but um, once a year, they would have a, a weekend party. Okay, it was usually around New Year's and I don't know what they were celebrating, but they would have cars lined up and down the street. They would have a party from like five o'clock in the afternoon.
0: Yeah.
1: The whole weekend. It would be loud music. They'd be dancing. They'd be drinking. They weren't fighting. They were just having a party. Yeah. Well, it used to drive my kids nuts because they were like, oh, my God, I can't sleep. This, You know, this party is like driving me nuts with that loud music <laughs> and once the, a year. It was once a freaking year. So yeah. I said, listen, we don't hear anything from them the whole rest of the year. You right. know, they don't complain about us and, and anything we do or any noise we make. They don't they don't complain. They leave us alone. I'm going to let them have their party. So. You know, once a year, I'd be like, "Okay, get the little earplugs. You know, let them have. I mean, they're having a good time. They weren't fighting. There wasn't any violence. They just right. had a party celebrating. Let them have it. You yeah. know, really was no, it, what totally was it costing yeah. me? You know, to let. I them feel have like calling party.
0: the police should be the last resort of anything. Like unless someone's getting raped or murdered, don't call the police. Yeah, yeah. I, I just maybe it's because of the way we grew up. We grew up in a family that, quite frankly was doing illegal shit sometimes no no what do you mean i'll tell you some stories (laughs) (laughs) but um and i always seem like the last thing you want to do is involve the police in anything
1: yeah not unless you really have to i mean you're not going to call why bother them over stupid little crap oh they're making noise tell them to turn it down well give me a break you know
0: yeah or like, oh. but now you have people calling the police because uh, a little girl was selling bottles of water or something, or there I or know. people were having a party at a park. Yeah, um, I know, ridiculous. Right, they're
1: grilling on this grill and they're they're not allowed to without a permit. Give me a break, you know.
0: Right, and, and yeah, I I don't know. I, I maybe it's just the way we were raised, but. Mm-hmm. That's kind of my feeling on things. And my feeling is also that, like, if you're upset about something, you handle it yourself. Yep. I'm not talking about vigilante-style justice or anything. i right. talking about no. if you get an email from someone or something upsets you or offends you, right? you deal with it. Yeah, go you to the inv- source. You don't yeah. involve the boss. You don't call the cops. You don't do yep. any of that shit. unless yeah. Now, obviously, if someone is physically threatening you. Or yeah, we different. had an incident where a guy—this is years ago—but he flipped out on a coworker and started screaming at her and threatened yeah. oh. her. and yeah, they—they they had him escorted off, and he was oh, fired, sure. and, and she got a restraining order, and you know, oh my and god, he, like apologized and everything. They went to court, and he apologized, and
1: uh,
0: big deal. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, he didn't do anything; he just made threats. But she, yeah, right. she was worried about it, so yeah, right. I understand calling the police for something like that. Sure. But not just because someone used the F word in A bad word. Yeah. No, I understand that. So now I got that against me. (laughs) Uh
1: Uh-oh. Yeah, but it was just a verbal warning. So if you don't use
0: a bad word again, you know. It's just a verbal warning. But I I wonder if certain other people in in the company are now going to be like, got to keep an eye on that guy.
1: (laughs) He uses bad words.
0: Um. Yeah. (laughs) But okay, so I don't know if this story is true or just an urban legend in our family. But did our dad really threaten to break the legs of of the veterinarian and oh, throw yeah, him out in the middle of the street? That really happened, or is that just a story they like to tell?
1: No, that really happened. I remember. What? Okay, so here's the backstory on that. Okay. Our dog was pregnant. Okay, and we were anticipating the birth of these puppies. Mm-hmm. And she had a few. She was a little toy poodle, and they usually only have one or two puppies, but for some reason, she had like four or five puppies. Okay. So we knew there was going to be a problem. So our mom took her to the vet. He said, she's, you know, she's going to have them soon. Don't worry about it. Everything's fine. You know, it'll be a, she's, this is her first time. It'll be like a long delivery. So just put, make her comfortable you know, she'll have them naturally. Okay. So our parents were like, okay. And you know, our mom didn't like to go to any doctor anyway. So she was already kind of upset that she took it to the vet in the first place. And he's like, you know, everything's good. So we go back and the dog goes into labor and the dog's in labor a long time, like eight hours, no puppy. So she calls the vet and she says, you know, dog's been in labor eight hours, no puppy you know, she's very uncomfortable. Can we bring her in? He's like, no, it's not unusual. You know, first time Mm -hmm. dog, you know, first time mother just let it happen naturally. So our mom's like, okay, well, the next day the dog still didn't have the puppies. So he says, okay, bring her in. So they bring the dog in. Later he calls and he says, well, the puppies died he said they, you know, they died, but she's okay. I want you to leave her here overnight. You know, we'll, we'll. I don't know, she needed fluids or whatever. We'll take care all, of all her. All the
0: puppies died, the four or five. All the puppies
1: died. They, I right. guess they were stuck or whatever, and they ended up not, you know, being born. So they were stillbirths, whatever. So, but the dog's okay. The next day, he calls and says, the dog died because there were, yeah, I don't know, since the puppies died inside her, they were toxic or whatever, and the dog didn't make it. So right away, we're upset. Not only, you know, did we we just had the blow about the puppies dying, now right. our dog died too. Mm-hmm. So next day we get a bill for a lot of money from this yeah. vet for the, for the, you know. Now, I understand he did some things to try and save the dog, but... They kind of right. felt like his incompetence killed the dog in the first place. Right. And then, I don't know who, but I think it was our dad's brother who said, I bet you he took those puppies and he sold them. And I bet you he sold that <laughs> dog, too. <laughs> you know? Okay, because, so there's no
0: evidence on this. It's just no our, evidence, uncle, no our evidence. uncle saying this, right? But okay. we were
1: all upset that right. this guy billed us for killing our dog. That's right. how we felt, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, him and his brother... Went to the vet and threatened him and said, you know, you better not ever send me another bill (laughs) because if you do, this is what's going to happen. And uh, we never got another bill from that guy.
0: And the threat was, I'm going to break both your legs and throw you out in the middle of the street.
1: Yep. Yep. And, And he said to him, if you have the nerve to send me another bill, I have the nerve to come back here and do it. So the guy was like, okay, not going to send a bill. I'll
0: just write that off. <laughs> okay. But you know, if that happened nowadays. Oh, yeah. As soon as they left the office, that would be on the phone to the cops.
1: Yep. Yeah. But back then, he just didn't send us a bill. But, uh, you know. All right. So so here's my my rant today.
0: Let's okay. Get into
1: my rant. The backstabbing. And it's kind of similar to your rant of snitching. Okay. I okay I had a friend I actually had a couple of friends but we were working we were co-workers and we all moved out to Colorado together at the same time with our company okay. so we move out there we don't know anybody so of course we started hanging out together right so it was a little group of maybe three or four women and um, I mean there were guys too but the women really kind of connected and we'd go to lunch together we'd visit each other in the homes and you know we'd, we'd do everything together because Like I said, we moved to another state, don't know anybody, you know, no relatives there. So we just kind of bonded together. So real close, five years in, okay? One of us um, is getting married. So we decide, the group decides we're gonna have a little engagement party for this person, you know? Um, And so what happens is we're planning the engagement party. And one woman, I'll call her Gail, says, you know, says just out of the blue, just me and her having lunch, she says to me, you know, I really resent giving this party for her. So I'm like, what? She's like, yeah, I have always hated her. And I'm thinking, holy shit, what? Five years in (laughs) and she's saying this now? Yeah. Yeah. And she says, yeah, haven't you seen the way she lords it over us? And she acts like she's too good for us. She starts telling me all this shit about this other person, everything she doesn't like about her, everything she she's held against her. And I'm like, I'm shocked because this is the first time I have heard anything from her. And and the thing is, like I said, we went to lunch together. We had parties together. We spent Christmas together You know, we did everything together as the group. All of a sudden, she's making it seem like she really hates this person. For five
0: years. For
1: five years. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, if she's saying this now about this woman, what does she tell people about me? You know, because if you do that to one person, don't you think you could be doing it to other people, too? This, to me, is like backstabbing. It's like being two-faced. You right. are friends with somebody to their face, and then you're stabbing them in the back. Kind of like it brought it up because of that movie, that series I was watching where she's acting all nicey nice to her. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm I'm not like that, uh, like backstabbing. If I don't like you, first of all, you know it. Right. And second of all, I don't act all friendly, nice, nice to your face, and then turn around and say shit behind your back. Um, if there's something you're doing, or you know that bothers me, I'm going to tell you, or I'm just going to mm-hmm have nothing to do with you. Right. Um, it just reminds me, too, because remember that one aunt, and I don't know if you want me to bring up the circumstances, but um, a few you years ago, I yeah. can bring it up. Okay. Yeah. So our aunt, when you got out of prison, yeah, said to me a whole bunch of stuff and then later on denied it. You know, said, yeah. I can't believe you're having him stay at your house. Aren't you afraid? Right. You know, a whole bunch of crap, she said. I can't even remember it all because, you know what, I just let that shit slide off my back. But then when when it was brought up to her, you said this and this and this and this. First of all, she denied half of it. <laughs> she admitted to half, but she denied half. No, I never said that. That's not well, true. Well, she
0: didn't say that to me. She said she just denied everything to me. She just well, she said I was misinformed. And then she said to you, uh, I said some of those things, uh, but I didn't say all those things.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And she she made it out like I was a liar.
0: I like that. Yeah. You're half right. Yeah. You're half right. Yeah.
1: I said some of those things. I didn't say everything. Right. Yeah. But then she's, okay, she was mad at me and I can understand her being mad at me. I can. Because I showed her up for the backstabbing person she was. But she did that to everybody.
0: She said all kinds of shit about people behind her backs.
1: I remember... The other one too, one where, and this was our, involving our father. Do you remember Uncle Al said to him, uh, said to you to tell our father that he was sick and he was having to go in the hospital or something because he wanted to see what our father would say about it? Do you remember
0: this? Yes. So this was after I had moved out of our dad's house. Right. Uh, you you were like much, 19. 19 yeah, or something. Pretty yeah. much almost forced out of the house. Yes. Um. Yeah, I was still seeing him occasionally like every other weekend or something. Yeah. Uh, I would go up. To, I you know what? I I was driving his truck because I I didn't have a car of my own. Right. So in order to go back and forth to work during the week, I I was using one of his his cars. Right. Um and I was trying to get a car of my own. Um right. and but our relationship was very strained because of his wife, our, right. our stepmother. Yep. And He used to talk bad about our uncle, even though they were very close when they were younger. He, for whatever reason, just, I don't know. By that point, he was talking bad about everybody in the family. That's true. Uh, Even me, to my face. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, the listeners are going to be like, okay, but he was letting you use the truck. Yeah, it was a piece of shit truck that he didn't really use during the week anyway.
1: Yeah. And,
0: you know, I I was basically giving him money, too, for it. Yeah, you know, I bring it up filled up with gas. I mean, it yeah. wasn't like I was just, you know, using it and, and you know, saying thanks or anything. Yeah. Um, and plus he wanted me out of the house. So the way to get me out right. of the house was like, okay, you can use my truck to go back and forth to work during a week when you're, you know, living down and right. I'm not going right. to mention the state because I feel like I'm giving too many details away as it is. But anyway,
1: <laughs> um, Okay.
0: So. right. He's uh, the our uncle said to me. Um. I haven't heard from him in a long time. He used to call me and we used to talk and, uh, I don't know what's going on. I want to see if he still cares about me. So I want you to, when you go up there this weekend, Mm -hmm. say to him, um, I found this lump under my arm and I'm kind of worried about it. And, uh, I don't know something else. I, I'm I'm getting these headaches. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I laughed and I said, I could tell him these things, but he's not going to call yeah he, he just doesn't care he doesn't care about anyone anymore he only cares that's, about his wife and her family he doesn't care true. about That's true. and really like once i get my own car and i give him back the truck he's not gonna care if he ever sees me again that's true no 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 just try it. just try it so yeah i went up there and i said uh, oh dad by the way uh i saw uh uncle al and you know, he's got this lump under his arm, and he, yeah. it hurts, and he's worried about it, and uh, also he's getting these headaches. And our yeah, our dad laughed. He was like, you know, he could never take pain. Even when he was a kid, he was always complaining. <laughs> yeah. So I went back, and this is where I went wrong. I yep. should have said, said, yeah, I told him, and he, I, he's concerned he's going to call you. Yeah. <laughs> I should have said that because— You should have. But I didn't. But you didn't. You told the truth. I told the truth because I I I was hoping it would show our uncle that you know, yeah, this is how bad our father had gotten that he was so brainwashed by this woman and her family that. So I told him I told him what he really said, mm-hmm. and yeah, Uncle Al got pissed. Yeah, <laughs> and then he called him, and our father basically said that I lied. Yeah, I never said that. You know, the kid's a liar. He lies. Yeah, yeah. and Uncle Al believed him. Yep.
1: See, this is the same thing with Ann. Ann. though. One of the reasons why I even told you some of the stuff she said wasn't to hurt you or cause trouble. It was because you were planning on going up to visit her and you were going to take your time and your money and your effort to go visit her. And yet she could turn around and say shit about you behind your back. That That just kind of ticked me off. You know, I feel like if you've got something against somebody, you know, mm. you should like let them know
0: or just shut the hell up, you know? But I don't know why she was saying that shit about me. I mean, she
1: you know, was she, really would close
0: just, with me. she was close with you.
1: And, and here's the thing about them. I mean, both of them, it just seemed like they had this habit of, cause she used to talk bad to me about her daughter all the time, how her daughter was a liar and her daughter like mm-hmm. was a thief and, you know, but then, you know her daughter would come visit it would be like oh you know my daughter took me shopping for food and she did you know yeah she didn't say shit to her daughter about you know I I resent the fact that you stole money from me or that you spent your kids you know money that I gave them or you know whatever but she talked bad about her but then to her face she'd be all you know motherly love and I don't know. That just gets me when people do that. I, I feel like, be real. Take that mask off. If if you think they're a piece of shit, either don't have anything to do with them or tell them, you know, it really bothers me when you do such and such, you know? So, well, I can tell you right now, nothing you're doing is bothering me. So, just so, <laughs> so you know.
0: Well, it, thanks. Same.
1: Um... Well, you know, I'd tell you if it was. if If I didn't well, like I... your
0: girlfriend
1: or... I felt like you were treating your kid bad or something. I would be like, you know, <laughs> he's
0: treating me bad. <laughs> no, no. I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. He's not treating me bad. Yeah. Um, I think that I saw so much of that backstabbing and yeah. two facedness when I was growing up that it yeah. kind of turned me against it because me too. Look, honestly, I even saw a mom be two faced with people. Oh, of course. Of course. And I, I could I I would see her laughing and joking with one neighbor and yep. and talking bad about another neighbor and then a week later be sitting with that other neighbor and laughing yep. about it, the first neighbor. Yeah. And I I saw them do that to family members. I saw our father do that to family members. Yeah. Our aunts yeah. and uncles do that.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I don't know if it's their generation. Maybe. Maybe. I don't. I don't know. I don't um, know
1: though. It's hard for me to tell because. <laughs> our whole family did that so it you know i don't know if it was that generation or just that family maybe that's the way they grew up although our mother wasn't part of that family maybe she got into it young or something she because she married her dad when she was like 18. so you know maybe that's just the way they learned to treat people and to get along in society i don't know
0: i don't know I I saw our brother do it i he had to his buddy used to come over every day and i I, yeah. know, I went to visit him one time and I was like, oh, Wally's still coming over. And he goes, yeah, now that day goes by. I don't have to see his ugly face. <laughs> thinking, I can just well, hear him saying that, too. <laughs> well, why are you letting the guy come over every day? Yeah, yeah. If he don't like the guy, why do you let him come over? Just tell him, look, stop coming over here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't get that. I, I our dad did that one time. He had somebody of his pull up and he made the same comment to me. Oh, here comes the waste. Yeah. Yeah. And then as soon as the guy got out of the car, he was like, hey, but, you know. Yeah, how you doing? Yeah, Right, right into the whole, you know, laughing, joking.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it was their generation was just taught to, you know, be polite to people no matter what. But, you know, there's being no, polite just,
0: and then there's being a kiss ass, you know. Life is short. Don't spend time with people you don't like. Yeah. Don't pretend to like people you don't like.
1: Just and don't stay away from And don't hang out them. with toxic people. You know? and I'm to not saying be toxic. rude to people. Yeah.
0: I have so I have a couple of coworkers I don't like. I just don't deal with them outside of work. Yeah, that's what I figure. But yeah, and so at this, work, if I have to talk to them, I'm just I'm polite. That's it. I don't I'm not chit chatting with them. Yeah, I'm not asking them personal questions. But you know, this so so let
1: me get back to this woman in my rant. Um okay. so we end up we have the engagement party. She chips in her portion of it, and you know, she just acts like But it wouldn't melt in her mouth. She was just all like, oh, you know, congratulations, you know, yada, yada, yada. And, um, but after that, I just kind of slowly started pulling away from her because I just thought, you know, this is the type of toxic person I don't want to be around. You can't trust those people. I just felt so betrayed that here, five years she acted like they were best friggin' friends and i thought okay here's someone you can count on you know but if you see the the betrayal there you just think well when's she going to turn on me so so that's my story that's my rant uh you can't trust those people if they're backstab somebody else they're going to backstab you they're probably already
0: doing it you don't even know well yeah i find that's the case usually if if somebody is backstabbing somebody else, then they're probably backstabbing a lot of people. And also, um, if someone lies to someone else about something, chances are yeah. they lie about a lot of shit.
1: Oh yeah. You know, I gotta tell you, I tell my daughter not to listen when we're doing the podcast. <laughs> I tell her, Why? I'm gonna be saying stuff you're not gonna wanna hear. And <laughs> okay. and it's true. I'll say it to her. Like she always she'll ask me stuff like, Am I a good singer? I say no. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. If you don't want to know, don't Gee, ask me. You. <laughs> I mean, really, if you don't want, I mean, she asked me one time, well, what do you think? Um, she was asking me about this one conversation she had with the neighbor. And she's like, well, what do you think? I said, I think you're schizo. That's what I think. I think you're imagining stuff. I mean, right. if you don't want to know, don't ask me. That's That's how I feel. I'm not going to backstab and talk about people behind their back. Unless I really don't like them. <laughs> no, if I don't like 'em, I'm gonna I'm just not gonna have anything to do with them. But um yeah. So I tell her don't listen unless you really want to hear some truths. So
0: Yeah, I don't spend time with people I don't like and um yeah. I just feel like life's too short. Yeah, I do too. And I'm glad you told me about the aunt because I didn't want to waste time talking to her or trying to be nice to her if she yeah. was like thinking bad shit about me. Yeah. I think she thought bad um, shit
1: about everybody, and that just made me think, what's she saying to people about me? Now she's telling them I'm a liar, but, you know, what was she saying before that?
0: Well, since you brought up the prison thing, I guess I should make an announcement to the listeners. Okay, sorry. They're going to be wondering, but listen, I'm not not ashamed of it. Uh, Yes, everyone, I did some time in prison, no big deal. I think one of our broadcasts
1: <laughs> should be, you know, what what to do and not to do in prison. Because I, think, well, I yeah, think some people I'd, need to know that.
0: Probably we'll be talking about prison stuff at some point. Because uh-huh. um, people really do have uh, weird ideas about prison. They think it's like what they see in the movies. And it really I is. I
1: know. Nothing. I know. And, and I can talk about what it's like to visit somebody in prison. Which, you're All right. right we'll people a, have
0: we'll, weird ideas. We'll do a prison-themed episode at some point. Okay. Okay. Um should I mention what I was in for?
1: <laughs> um sure, because that might want peop that might make people really want to hear the next one.
0: Uh it was Barnyard sodomy. <laughs> A pig <laughs> that squealed is on nasty.
1: me. <laughs> <That is> nasty. Nancy.
0: <laughs> A pig squealed on me. Come on. You...
1: <laughs> oh, please, please.
0: All right. It was uh <laughs> Attempted insecticide and aggravated buggery.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, I think you can, can save it to the
1: for the next <laughs> podcast. Let them guess what it was.
0: Okay. All right. I'll I'll save it. Okay. All right. Anyway. Uh we we're wrapping this one up.
1: Yes, let's wrap it up.
0: Okay. Boy, that went on for a while. <laughs> I'm all talked <laughs> out now. Now it's to work. Okay. Let's see, I so got let's... the day
1: off now. Woohoo!
0: Great. All right, we're wrapping up another episode of Dumb Stupid Talking with me, your host, Lucas Shea. I don't know and why. Devin Shay. I say Lucas Shea. I don't think it sounds like I'm saying it too fast. Lucas Shea. But when I try to put a little pause there, I feel like I'm kind of Boy. stilted. Lucas Shea. Yep. Okay. And
1: Devin Shea. Uh, and I do it quick anyway. Devin Shea. Devin Shea.
0: Lucas Shea and Devin Shay. There we go. Yeah. I like it fast. Yeah. That's what she said. <laughs> okay.